Hello and welcome back to Breaking Butterfly, the podcast where I help you get confident as fuck. I'm your host as always, Maddie Maple. If you're new here, a very special welcome. I am so grateful to have you here. Today's episode is going to be all about self-doubt. It's been a while since I talked about self-doubt, but when I asked in my portal on Instagram what you guys are desiring um, to have a podcast on self-doubt slash imposter syndrome won by a landslide. So let's get into it. Let's talk about it. We're going to literally talk about everything self-doubt. So the first thing I want to say about self-doubt is there truly is nothing worse than being in paralysis because you think you're not, like, think you can't do something. There is nothing worse, in my opinion, than wanting to do something and then telling yourself, like, oh, I can't do that. I just think that is, like, a tragedy, like, to have a desire and have your soul wanting to experience something or create something, have something, and then just being like, no. I just think it's sad. I just think that not giving yourself what you want is sad, and especially when it you know, you stop yourself because of the self-doubt and we'll talk about like where it comes from and why it's, you know, not honestly even that valid. Um, And we're just letting it stop us from doing so many things. And it just, it breaks my heart. We could be having the most incredible things and experiencing the most incredible things and feeling the most incredible things, but we are so afraid that we're going to fail that we don't we don't even start anything to begin with right and again like i think that being in the paralysis and never starting something at all is worse than the actual failing itself right um when you're doubting yourself and you're like can i actually create this can i actually do this like i'd rather like try and you know crash and burn and know that like, okay, maybe this specific thing wasn't in alignment for me than to just sit around every single day and just feeling like the paralysis and feeling like the guilt and feeling the sadness and feeling the frustration at yourself for just not doing anything. I I feel like not being in action is just the worst feeling. And again, it all comes from this false set of beliefs, essentially. So your self-doubt is a set of beliefs that were given to you in two different ways. So number one, it was taught to us, right? The set of beliefs, it was taught to us um, because of our perceived reality, because of, you know, the environment that we're in, what has been shown to us and what has been told to us uh, is, is curating our beliefs, essentially. Like, whatever our reality is telling us is possible or isn't possible, we just take that as truth because that's what we see in our reality. Like, we don't know any different, right? If everybody says this is possible, then that is possible and, and vice versa. So, your environment and the people in your life are teaching you you know, what you can do and what you can't do and what is seen as, you know, positive and what is seen as negative, people are giving you these meanings. Now, the second 
way that self-doubt is created is like as a safety mechanism, essentially. So we curate them ourselves, these beliefs, to keep us safe. Our brain brain starts to create all of these limiting beliefs so that we don't fail, that we don't get rejected, and just like in general get hurt. Like our brain's only job is to keep us safe and you know, the safest thing to do is to stay the same. So these beliefs, again, like they're, they're not even necessarily true. They're just being taught to us or given to us, or we are coming up with them to keep ourselves safe in some way. But, you know, now that it is 2024 and, you know, we are inherently safe, you know, for the most part, we don't really have like a lot of actual physical danger to to us, like on a day-to-day sense, right? Like we're not going to get mauled by a bear. Like, you know, we have access to food, like we we have a lot. Um, So this safety mechanism that was always trying to keep us safe and stop us from doing anything, it was very helpful back in the day, like a long, long time ago. I like to say in like our cave girl times, this part of our brain is so helpful. Now in 2024, it's not as helpful because actually we need to break past our comfort zone. Actually, we need to break past the self-doubt, break past all of these um, instinctual, you know, uh, instincts. We need to get past our instincts uh, that, you know, try to stop us from doing anything and like just keep us really, 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 really safe we actually need to get unsafe. We actually need to get uncomfortable. We need to, you know, move past our fears rather than listening to our fears. Okay. So, you know, we're here. We have all of these thoughts of like, I can't do this. I can't create that. I can't achieve that. That would never happen for me. It's not going to work out for me, right? The self-doubt thoughts are very much like, I don't believe in myself. I don't believe that positive things are going to happen for me. I just, I'm, you kind of just feel negative in general about your abilities and what is possible for you. A lot of it is tied to self-worth, right? Because you're thinking like, okay, maybe it can happen for them, but not for me. Why could it happen for me? Okay, maybe they can achieve that, but I never could. Um, You're very disconnected from this law of oneness and very much alienating yourself and separating yourself from the divine power that you have. So self-doubt, it's taught to us and also we created ourselves to keep us safe. So I want to talk about this first, the number one reason that we create self-doubt, it being taught to us. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this study. I don't know the exact details, but there is a social study where they would put a bunch of people in a room and they would ask a question and everybody had to give their answer out loud. Now, every single person in the room was an actor except for one person. And they were like at the end of the row of people and like giving their answers. So they would ask a very obvious question of like, like, um, I don't even know, uh, something about like a picture and they're like, what color is like, the grass in this picture and it's obviously green but then every single person would say like blue 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 and then it would get to the end for the last person to answer and even though the answer was clearly green they would say blue 
because everybody else said blue. So they're like, if everyone else is saying this, it must be true, right? And they did this, you know, study a bunch of times with a bunch of different people. And I don't know what the percentage was, but there was profoundly more, you know, answers that were given that were wrong, that they answered, they answered the wrong answer just because everyone else said that answer. How fascinating and how great of an example to, you know, use this for just the way that we react to people in our lives in general. When we want to create something in our life, let's just say even like monetary abundance, we're like, okay, I want to make this much money, you know, with with my salary. I want to make this much money a month. And then everyone in your life is like, struggling with money and they're talking bad about money and you know they're like you can like they maybe don't say it up front but it's just like that's not very possible like you can never do that like that's just very much the vibe that everyone in your life is giving off then it's going to be you know more difficult for you to hold a belief of positivity and a belief of self-trust and a belief that you can achieve what you want to create When every single person that is in your perceived reality, and I say perceived for a reason, keyword perceived, because it's not everyone in reality, but in your perceived reality and in your environment, if everybody is saying a certain thing, then, you know, you're probably going to be the sixth person in that room that answers the wrong answer just because everyone else is saying it. So... When it comes to creating beliefs, it's really important to find evidence to support the beliefs that you want to have. And a huge part of that is your environment and who you're spending your time with. We've all heard the quote, you are like the five people you spend the most time with. And this is absolutely true in every single sense ever. If you are hanging out with five millionaires, you are going to become a millionaire. If you are hanging out with five people that don't believe in you or themselves, then you are not going to believe in yourself or others. You have to fully curate your reality and your perceived reality to support the beliefs that you want to have. So if you want to have your own business and everyone in your life is like, you know, having a business is really hard and I don't know if you can do that and you should probably go back to school and like blah, 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 blah. I would not talk about business or those types of dreams with those people. I would join some type of group coaching program or mastermind or membership or community or something with other people that are building businesses. I would only follow people with successful businesses and just mute everyone else. I would read books about, you know, people with successful businesses. I would read people's testimonials, like business coaches and things like that. I would read testimonials about people who built their own businesses. I would fully surround myself with just successful businesses. And anyone that's telling me, oh, it's hard. You're not going to be successful. I don't know if you should do that. You probably can't achieve that. I would cut it out of my life. What I would even more specifically bring into my life is people who are specific expanders for me, meaning that they have 
Like whatever I'm doubting myself about, maybe I feel like I'm not smart enough or I feel like I'm too young or I feel like I have this certain upbringing or maybe you have some type of mental illness that you feel like I'm doubting myself because I have this characteristic, I have this personality, I have something. Find someone that has what you want but also has, you know, that same characteristic about them. So maybe you want to you know, make a million dollars, but your ADHD is like through the roof and you're like, I could never make a million dollars because I'm so all over the place and I have all, you know, all of these problems and mental problems and I have anxiety and like maybe you have all these things. Go find someone that has anxiety and ADHD and is making a million dollars and that is going to help shift your self-doubt because you are now filling your reality with all of these people and all of these experiences and environments where there are people that are so similar to you and they're doing exactly what you want. So if they can do it, why can't you do it? All right. You have to shift your reality and what you are consuming, what you are looking at, who you are talking to. The amount of friends that I have right now that are like, if I said something to them, And I was like, you know what? I really want to manifest this. They would be like, no, go bigger. You can do more. The amount of friends that will be talking about, you know, something we want to create. And we're like, yeah, let's, let's plan for it. I think that's going to happen in the next like four months. Uh, Let's do that next. Like we'll be talking about, oh, I want to, you know, I want to play a set at a festival. Okay. How does next July feel? Perfect. Let's do it. Like we'll dream together and we'll dream big and we'll support each other. And anything that my friends say that they're like, I am going to be doing this. I'm going to be speaking on stages. I'm going to be making this much money. I'm like, I'm so excited for you. Fucking do it. And the more that we hype ourselves up and then we hype each other up and we affirm that these things are possible and we talk about it like it's normal and then we fill our lives with even more examples of what we can create and we get excited about you know, them creating it and that we can create it and this law of divine oneness that like if they can do it, I can do it. This reality, like where, like where self-doubt who? Like where is the self-doubt? I don't even, that doesn't exist in my reality. And if someone in my reality, you know, is having very negative perceptions about what I'm creating or what is possible to create, um, then I probably just won't have those types of conversations with that person or dependent on like, how bad it is or how negative that relationship is, like, I might just not have them in my life if they're not supporting me. So, your environment is so, so important. Fill your life with expanders and people in situations that are positive for your self-belief, okay? That's the first way to really beat self-doubt is to just kind of, like, remove it from your reality, okay? The second thing I want to talk about when it comes to beating self-doubt is that our self-doubt increases and our trust decreases when we are feeling unsafe. So we get more self-doubt and we have less trust in ourselves when we are feeling very unsafe. And there's two ways that we can really, well, there's a bunch of different ways, but I want to share two ways to really create safety within your body so that your self-doubt you know, is almost non-existent. Because remember, we talked about self-doubt is really created 
that second way, right? The first way is it's taught to us. The second way is we are creating our own uh, self-doubt and our own limiting beliefs to keep us from getting into action, to keep us safe. And so when our body feels safe already, we don't have to try to like create beliefs to make us safe. Does that make sense? So if I want to, you know, post more on social media and I want to be more bold on social media, but I am like in a state of fight or flight, I'm not taking care of myself, I'm scrolling social media too much, like I'm overthinking, my whole nervous system is just out of whack, then I'm going to think of every single reason I shouldn't post on social media because my body is already unsafe. Doing something that feels even more unsafe is like a big no-no. It's a huge no-no. My body is going to be like, nope, 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 nope. I, God, I experienced this today, literally. I was trying to do some work or, well, it was kind of yesterday. So, yesterday I was trying to do some work and it was not flowing. Like, I, my mind was going crazy. It wasn't necessarily like maybe like self-doubt, but it was just like self-sabotage kind of like overthinking and like I was just feeling very, very chaotic and I could tell, okay, it's definitely my nervous system. A lot of times when you're overthinking and you're having all these problems and mental problems and like chaos and confusion, it's like it's usually just your nervous system and you just need to like chill the fuck out and then you're brought right into clarity. So I took the day off and I was like, okay, um, that was just not working. Um, and then this morning I went on a walk and then I sat with cacao and I just journaled and I really just like took my slow morning. I didn't rush into work. Um, and I put both of my phones away and I didn't check my phones until like noon. So I was completely technology free for, you know, the first couple hours of my morning and then I, like, stepped into my work and opened my computer and started to, you know, create content, whatever, and it just was flowing. Like, it was so crazy. And nothing changed between yesterday and today besides just my nervous system and calming myself down. Um, and I made sure, like, I was eating. Sometimes I, like, I'll be working and, like, I just will be, like, doing something and so I don't eat because I'm like, oh, I don't want to make lunch. Like, I just want to finish this email or I want to finish this thing, whatever I'm doing. Um, but then today I've just been like, no, if I start to feel myself getting hungry, I'm eating, I'm getting a snack, like I'm fueling my body because if I let my cup get empty and if I let my nervous system start to get out of whack and if I start feeling unsafe, there's no way that I can show up for my people, for my business, for myself, for my creativity, for my dreams and my goals. Like you just can't because your body is spending all of its energy on just trying to keep you safe and trying to just like take care of itself. So the more that you can make yourself feel safe and focus on your nervous system regulation, the better. And the ways that you work on your nervous system regulation that I want to share with you today um, that I think are important for the self-doubt conversation is number one, working with the body. Like I just said, um, taking care of your body, breath work, meditation, calming yourself, um, being able to 
you know, take breaks off of social media and not consume things that are really overwhelming. Um, Just honestly taking care of the body and what you're putting into your body um, is just going to make the world of a difference in like how you feel about yourself and how you feel about what you can achieve. When you are like, think about a time where you just felt like so relaxed, so in your joy, so peaceful, like you're feeling grateful and fulfilled. Like maybe you just had like a day out in nature, a day with your friends where you're just like laughing and laughing. Usually in those moments, you are almost naturally like inspired to achieve your dream life and create what you want to create. And you're like believing in yourself because you feel your cup is full. You feel fulfilled. You feel in your joy and your peace and your gratitude. Like the belief in yourself just kind of naturally comes with those feelings. So taking care of your body, filling your cup, really nourishing yourself is just such a huge way to beat self-doubt. Now, one of the other ways I want to share to really regulate your nervous system is preparation. So preparation, meaning knowing your triggers and getting comfortable with them, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, being aware of what might come with, you know, um, whatever you are going to do, like whatever you're having self-doubt for, like, oh, I really want to start this business, but like I couldn't do it. Whatever it is that you are stopping yourself from doing, what would come with doing that thing? Because again, you're trying to keep yourself safe. So there's something that you are afraid of. Is it, are you afraid of failing? Are you afraid of too much responsibility? Are you afraid of backlash? Are you afraid that, you know, you're going to lose people in your life? What are you afraid of that's on the other side of, you know, achieving or um, taking the action to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve? And can you prepare for it? Can you actually know, like, what are your triggers? What, What am I actually afraid of? And can you prepare for it? So let me give you an example. Let's say that you want to apply for a new job and it's like a leadership position and you're just doubting yourself, you're so afraid, um, and you just like never put in the application. You feel like you're maybe not qualified enough or you think you might be seen as like stupid or you're kind of embarrassed or you're just having all types of doubts and you just in general, yeah, you just don't feel confident about it. What you want to do is uncover what am I actually afraid of? What am I actually like specifically afraid is going to happen? And there are, you know, probably going to be a couple of different reasons, but for this example, let's just say you do some digging and you find out that, okay, I'm actually really afraid that, you know, I'm too young for this and the other, you know, employees at this company are not going to respect me. Okay. So that's what's actually coming up. Um, Once you've actually, you know, specified what it is, then you can prepare for it. You can say, okay, if this situation actually happens, what will I do? How will I handle it? And how can I prepare myself now to be in that situation? Because if you have a plan and if you have, you know, um, like preparations for, 
like that happening, then you're not going to be as afraid that it's going to happen because you'll know what to do if it happens. Another great example would be wanting to post on social media and, you know, show up on Instagram or on TikTok and you're so afraid to post. You're having all this doubt of like, could I do it? I don't think I could really do it. Um, But you uncover that, okay, actually I'm really stopping myself from creating because I'm so afraid that I'm going to get trolls. Like I'm going to get backlash. People are going to tell me that what I'm saying is wrong or that I offended them or people are going to cancel me or whatever. You're just like afraid of backlash and trolls. If you go into your creation process and showing up on social media with preparations of what you're going to do if there are trolls, you're going to feel way more confident and way more safe to actually pursue it. Because now it's not just like this hidden fear that's coming up subconsciously. It's conscious. You know, what I am afraid of is someone commenting something mean. Okay, what will I do if that happens? Like what what will be my steps? How am I going to handle it? What am I going to say? And once you actually get clear about what comes with your next up level, you can work through all of these things before they even happen. It's going to calm your nervous system. It's going to make you feel safe. It's going to lessen your self-doubt and it's going to increase the trust that you have within yourself and you're going to feel ready, prepared, and confident to take action and move forward and move past that self-doubt, okay? So these are these are like the two pieces I wanted to share with you um, relating to the two ways that we create self-doubt in our lives. You have to shift your environment and you have to work with your nervous system or else you're just going to continue to stay in this spiral of self-doubt and negative thinking and keeping yourself stuck and paralysis by analysis and all of the things. And the last thing that I really wanted to say about this before I wrap things up is that if you have a desire then you are supposed to follow it. Like, and even if self-doubt is coming up and you feel nervous and you feel worried and yeah, you just feel very like, oh, that could never happen for me. I want you to know that desires are placed in you for a reason. Like you are not separate from everybody else. You are supposed to have what you want and your desires are for a reason. If you have a desire, then you are supposed to follow it. What you desire is meant for you and what is meant for you is possible for you. I do believe that there are some things that, you know, how do I say this? I believe that you can do anything that you set your mind to, literally anything. Like if you want to do it, you can create it. But I do think that there are some things that we are meant to create that will be easier for us to create and more in flow for us to create because it is meant for us. If I literally tomorrow was like, I want to be a doctor and I had self-doubt about it, that self-doubt, like, it would be kind of valid because that, that desire is not in alignment for me. 
I don't actually want to be a doctor. So of course there's going to be self-doubt and I do believe that it would be more difficult for me to become a doctor because that's not an actual authentic desire to me and it's not actually what I'm meant to create. So for those of you that are like, well, I have this self-doubt, but like what if this self-doubt is actually true? What if I actually can't create this or I'm actually not meant to have this? The only way it would not be meant for you is if you didn't actually desire it. So what you desire is meant for you or else the desire would not be there in the first place. And what's meant for you is possible for you. There would never, like, God would never, like, create something that's meant for you and then make it impossible to have. That's just, like, not, that's not how this works in my, like, belief system. Why would God give you a desire and make something that's, like, so aligned and in flow for you and then say, like, oh, actually, you can't do it, though. Like, actually, you're not good enough. We are given all of the tools that we need and the resources that we need to create what we are meant to create. I, that is just what I believe. If that feels good to you, please adopt that belief. Especially if you struggle with your self-worth and your self-doubt isn't necessarily super heavy on the like, I can't do this, I can't create this. And it's more based in the like, like that would never happen for me. Um, just because like you, you feel like you don't deserve it essentially. I want you to really t- like tap into this and see that like, you are not separate from everybody else. And people who you look at and you think, you know, well, well, that's made, like, that's meant for them. Like, they have this life because, like, that's just who they are. It's because those are their desires. Like, you have the exact same thing. You are the exact same as everybody else. That doesn't mean that you're meant to do the same thing as everybody else. You have to dive into your own heart and soul and desires and whatever is there is yours and was placed there. And it doesn't matter about who made you feel like you're deserving or like what you feel like you're worth. What is meant for you is meant for you. And what is meant for you is possible for you. Okay. I think that's everything I wanted to share, you guys. I hope that this was super helpful. If it was, um, I would love if you guys shared this with a friend, with family, with a coworker, on your Instagram story. If you do, make sure you tag me. If you really, really love this episode, I would love if you left a rating and a review. It would mean the absolute world. Um, and also come hang out on Instagram if you're not following me on Instagram already. Um, it's Maddie Maple Coaching, and I would love to hang out and have you guys in my spaces. I have so many things coming up with retreats and coaching and my mastermind and group programs. So come join the family over there. And yeah, I hope you guys have the most beautiful week. I love you so, so much. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.